If you They're mine. Ah. Here, have some grass. Aunt Susan will see you. Oh, no thanks, man. In a scene like this, you get a contact high. <laughs> KXSF LP, San Francisco. This is my happening, and it freaks me out. Madrid, Spain. That is Violeta in the vocals of Rata Negra with Desconfia de ese chico. This song is out of their upcoming 2021 album Una Vida Vulgar, which will be released at the end of uh, February of this uh, 2021. And with this, we welcome you to yet one uh, more edition of Rock Network at KXC 102.5 FM San Francisco, in which we will bring you the best uh, independent rock and roll there is uh, around the world at this very moment. Today will be, uh, as usual, a rather interesting uh, show, very special one. We're back today. We have uh, three really cool interviews taking place today here at KXSF. The first one at 1.30 p.m. from Los Angeles, California, Deep Valley, who has just uh, released a new single with Jenny Lee from Warpaint. We'll be talking to Lindsay in about uh, 27 minutes at around uh, 2.20 p.m. San Francisco time, which is uh, 7.20 in the morning in Tokyo, Japan. We'll be talking to Kikagaku Moyo. <laughs> Incredible. We've been trying to talk to Kikagaku 
for a bit already. Uh, we reached out to, to go and uh, he responded right away and he was extremely happy to be joining us today in Rocknetto at KXSF. Same thing with Deep Valley, by the way. We've been trying to talk to them for, for a bit already as well. And uh, it's taking place today and that's really, really good news for San Francisco and for KXSF and for Rocknetto, obviously. Then, during Rocknetto in Espanol at around 3.20 p.m., we'll be traveling all the way to Mexico City and we'll be uh, talking to Vondré here in Rocknetto in Espanol. Awesome, uh, great new music. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, 2021 tracks like that uh, Rata, ne Rata Negra song. Uh, Shame finally released uh, their new album. Sleeper Mod did the same thing. So we have a really, really cool playlist uh, ready for you today in rocknet.kxsf. Our phone number here is 415-648-7327. If you want to hit us up, you want to recommend any any new tracks, any really, really cool tracks, uh, hit us up. 415-648-7327. Or you can find me on social media at rocknetosf. That's for uh, Twitter. I hate Twitter, by the way. Uh, but it's it's there, and uh, Instagram at Rockneto SF as well. You can hit us up that way as well. Thanks to all the people that reached out already. Uh, we know that uh, people are really excited to hear the interviews with the Balian Kikaga Kumoyo, and uh, it's gonna be fun. I can tell you that. Let's go now and play a cover of a, of a classic punk song called uh, Rebel Girl, that you of course know. This is a cover by Mike Watt and the Black Gang that was released uh, just a few days ago. And it sounds like this in Rocknet of KXSF.
Mike Watt and the Black Gang uh, covering Bikini Kills uh, Rebel Girl and Rocknet.kick 7.5 FM San Francisco. Now let's go and play something by Monolord, also released just a few days ago. I'm staying at home in Rocknet.org at KXSF.
Gothenburg, Sweden, that's Monolord with I'm Staying Home in Rockneto at KXSF. Support for KXSF comes from Catfish, a San Francisco-based trio that believes live music is a critical part of San Francisco's culture and that supporting independent radio bolsters the artists and venues that keep that culture thriving. Check out their Instagram page at catfish.antiband. That's Catfish with a K. Thank you for supporting 102.5 FM AXSF. It's Scarlet on KXSF, and it's finally 2021. Thanks to all you generous listeners, KXSF ended 2020 with enough stocked away so that we can keep playing music through the new year. This year, we're planning to bring you more voices, more choices, and more incredible local music. And we're committed as ever to supporting the Bay Area music scene. So keep it tuned to KXSF 102.5 FM or online at KXSF.FM. And thank you for supporting San Francisco Community Radio. Yes, indeed. Uh, listen to Scarlet, by the way every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Her show yesterday was freaking, freaking amazing, by the way. Let's go to Paris, Paris, France, and let's play something by Didi and Abracadabras. This is I Rob Money in Rocknet.kx 7.2.5 FM, San Francisco, until 4 p.m.
Did the under abracadabras with I Rock Morning, Rocknet.kxsf. Now let's play something new by Shame. This is Born in Luton in Rocknet.kxsf.
out of their brand new Drunk Tank Pink album of this 2021, released last Friday. This was Shame with Barney Luton in Rock Network KXS. What's going on down there? Yeah. Now, let's stay in Britain, uh, but let's go to Nottingham and play something by Sleep for Mods. They also released a brand new album last Friday, and that's uh, really, really great news. It's called Spare Ribs. We spoke to Jason Williamson a few weeks ago. And we spoke uh, with detail about uh, this great uh, piece of rock and roll. This is out the in rocknet.kxs. Behind the tills. 
the bloke that's drinking near the shop That it ain't the foreigners And it ain't the f***ing cough But he don't care The mods from Sliff for Sliff for Mods without the out of your 2021 album Spur Rips in rocknet.kxsf. Now let's go and play something by Kitty Cat Fan Club. This is Choked by the Weeds in rocknet.kxsf. <laughs> That is uh, Kitty Cat Fan Club with Choked by the Weeds in Rockneto at KXC 100.5 FM San Francisco. It's 1.30 p.m. in San Francisco, 1.30 p.m. in Southern California as well. And that means that we have the absolute honor of, of, uh, of talking to Lindsay from one of our favorite bands ever, Deep Valley. Lindsay, what up? <laughs> How are you? Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much. It's well, it's great to be on with you guys. Thanks for having me. Awesome, dude. We're, we're super fans of your band, obviously. You know, I, I discovered you guys since 2012 with uh, with uh, Gonna Make My Own Money. 
And since since then, oh, I've, been cool. fo- I've been following you guys. I remember that song specifically because you know I think I, I was traveling uh, throughout Europe, and that was part of my soundtrack. Wow, that's awesome! I love that. Yeah, I will. That song will always have a special place in my heart. You know, like one of the one of the first ballet songs, and I think uh, yeah, the first single we ever put out. Yeah, exactly. That was the very first one, and you know, it's been a, a few years already. What you've been a. a as a band together since 2011, 10 years know, already. It's Incredible. It's mental. I know. I can't believe it's been that long. Right? Totally. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're quite... I know. I remember um, when we toured with, um, I think it was 2012, and we did, um, we did some shows with Muse, in yeah. like Eastern Europe, which was incredible. Yeah. And I remember talking to Dom, the drummer, and him, like, we'd only been a band for like a year at that point. Yeah. Or less. And he had, was saying that he, Muse had been a band for 18 years. And I was just like, what? How is it even <laughs> possible? Like, what does that feel like? Exactly. Being a band for that long. And now it's already been like almost 10 years that the Belly's been a band. It's insane. Totally. So how how do you feel about it? Uh, it's been 10 years. How how does it feel? Is it weird? I mean, we're living weird times at the moment, but still, I mean, you're releasing stuff and you're making music and all yeah. that. It's weird. Like, it doesn't feel like it's been 10 years. I don't know. It feels like it's been maybe like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe because like the last year has been like COVID and then... Totally. Um... I don't know. And then, like, we haven't put out a record for a few years. And uh, I had a baby, and Julie oh, had a couple babies. So I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't feel like it's been 10 years for some reason. Totally. Um, it's like a... Probably because the last few years have been a bit more, like, chilled out for us. Okay. Um, cool. We haven't been, like, you know, because we used to tour just nonstop. Yeah, totally. And that was yeah. so fun, but it was just exhausting as well um so i'm like as much as i love playing live shows like i definitely appreciate getting to like spend just like time like at home chilled out um it's nice since it's a good balance because we went hard for like several years just being on the road constantly and i didn't even have a place back then i just um it was pointless to like have an apartment because i was always on the road of so course, yeah I like put my all my stuff into storage at one point and I like live like I just had that storage space for a few years and then we're just like we were hardly ever back home and we were able to stay with a friend or like you know, sublet or something so totally that, that that's great though. I mean that's a rock and roll lifestyle right there like you know exactly the way it's yeah. supposed to be now when things get better because you know they're gonna get better you're gonna go back on tour are you gonna yeah. do something similar like you know try to travel and tour as much as possible um i think it's different now like we really went so hard that we kind of burned ourselves out like it was super fun we were like we were so young and we were a new band and we had like the energy yeah but we definitely now are more into having like a balance of like doing shorter tours you know because you know, it's like it's hard when you get to the point where you're just really tired um So, yeah, we're, try we're trying to do, like, shorter tours now, like, come back, especially now because, like, you know, I have a baby, Julia has course, two yeah. kids now, so, like, come back, recharge, stay at home, like, 
um, get some like rest, chill out time, and then like go back on the go back like out on the road, like energized for like a shorter tour. I think that's like True. that's more where we're at now, you know. Awesome. Well, you guys uh, gave us the pleasure of releasing a new single, what, last week, I think, a collaboration with Jenny Lee from uh, from Warpaint, a band that we yes. really, really love as well, by the way. Um, yes, they're so good. I know. I spoke to, I haven't interviewed Jenny Lee, but I interviewed Stella, and she's she's freaking amazing. Oh, my God, I love Stella. Yeah. She's so funny. She's like, they're all super cool, but Stella's just, like, hilarious. I feel like she's probably, like, Well, I feel like her and Jenny Lee are like the two like super extroverted ones in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But they're all so cool. Totally. And, this... and yeah, Stella's a Stella's a wicked drummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, definitely. Well the song is amazing. Uh the collaboration with Jenny Lee. Uh Look Thank Away. Thank you. And uh Thank you so much. Even better news. This is part of an upcoming E P called uh, Digital Dream to be released on February yeah. the twenty sixth. And you have a great lineup of collaborations in that EP. You got Peaches, you got Katie Tunstall, you got Jamie Hines from The Kills, and obviously Jenny Lee. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? It's so great. Um, it's just like, I mean, it, we're just so lucky to have like, I mean, we have, you know, to get to collaborate with people we respect so much. And, yeah. um, And it makes it really fun, you know, it makes it really fun to like to get in with someone and like change up the creative process like that. Um, yeah, it was really like, you know, we had this idea for um, to do a collaboration series um, because, yeah, it was just like, you know, thinking, well, We would see, like, you know, all these pop artists and hip-hop artists doing collaborations and features all the time. Totally, yeah. And we were like, how come people don't do that, like, more in the rock world, you know? True. Um, and we're like, it just, like, seems, like, fun and seems like a good idea to do. Especially because as a two-piece band, you know, there's always this looming question of, like, by other people always asking you, like, oh, do you guys think you'll stay a two-piece forever? Do you think you'll ever add a bass player? Like, um, and we never really felt like we needed that. Like, for us, yeah. being a two-piece band really, like, helped us define our sound. Um, but then, like, I guess we just, um, you know, we just thought it seemed like we just thought it seemed like fun really like of course we were we were you know wanting it's like every record you want to change up your sound a little bit and so just like, asking, like yeah we're gonna add a bass player for this record we're like well why don't we just like try out like a bunch of different people like we have all these really talented friends that we've like become close with over the years touring and and whatnot um, totally So, yeah, we just, like, hit up a bunch of our friends, and, like, whoever was down, we just went in and did a session with them, and it was definitely, like, really nerve-wracking at first, because um, we hadn't been in the studio for a bit, and it's, like, when you're kind of out of the out of the groove of writing, it's sometimes, like, a little nerve-wracking to, like, throw yourself back into it, especially with a new person you've never written with. Of course. But, um... But yeah, I mean, every you know, everyone that we wrote with were like such pros, and 
you know, everyone has a slightly different way of working, but it was just like people we got along with. It was fun. And each song has a different sound because like every person brought their own, like a bit of their own style to it, you know, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to tell you exactly that. Like look away. There's influences of warping right there. And then we can, we can hear them. For sure. And I was going to ask you exactly for that. Sure. And Sound-wise, like, what can we expect? Like, for example, I mean, I, I can just imagine, you know, the sound of pitches with you guys. That's that's a freaking amazing concept. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, like, you know, it was interesting because as a two-piece, like, being a two-piece really informed the way that I played guitar in Deep Valley and the types of parts I would write because, um, you know, I really had to like, for example, like some, a lot of my riffs are kind of like bass lines that I play in guitar or, um, all like interspersed chords with riffs. Like yeah. I just had to make it sound full enough since it was just the two of us. Uh-huh. But getting to play with a bass player like allowed me a freedom to um, play in a different style that was like a bit more like sparse nice. and a bit more like um, what's the word like that just had a bit more like sort of ambiance or like shoegazy or something you know just a okay. bit more like sparse and minimal um, and like soundscapey so. That definitely, yeah, like with with Look Away with Jenny Lee, like her bass part really, like it's like a consistent through the song. It really like roots the song and then gave me a chance to like get to like, you know, play these like soundscapey parts, which is really cool. So, yeah, so that one definitely like, and I love that song and I love Jenny Lee's style of playing bass and her bass tone is so good. Um, but yeah, so like Digital Dream, well, yeah, we have a song with, Are you familiar with Soko? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so she's a French, uh, a really great French actress and also an incredible um, artist. And the song with her is really cool. Um, nice. It's like, uh, that one is like, I would say the most like psychedelic sounding on the record or on the EP. Um And she sings on that one too, which is cool because she's just got this great French, uh, French yeah. voice. Um, so yeah, I love that one. Um, that one is probably the biggest departure. Um, and then the one with Katie Tunstall, um, that Peaches is on probably sounds the most like what people think of as Deep Valley. Um, okay. the most like heavy. And then the one with, Jamie from the Kills is just gorgeous. It's really cool. Um, so yeah, they're all a bit. They all have a bit of a different sound, you know, as you expect, uh, big collaboration. Talk. But I think they all still like what grounds them is that like I, you know, I sing on all of them. It's still Julie and I, and are like putting in a ton of creative input and like writing with these people. So like. It definitely it feels like us, but like it feels like a collaboration as well. So um, incredible, yeah. We can wait. Yeah. To, we can hear to check them out. I mean, I mean, we're like uh, what, like a month away from the release. You're releasing. Uh, I, well, I found uh, somewhere that on February the 21st, you're releasing uh, Mother Effort's Got to Go. 
and I assume that's part of the EP. Oh, um, from Deep Lip? Yeah, I, th I think I found that on uh, Bandcamp or something. It did show that uh, Mother Efforts Got to Go to be released on February the 21st of 2020 on Cooking Vinyl. Maybe. Oh, that was from last year. Oh, last year. Oh, yeah, 2020. What am I talking about? Exactly. I know. I keep getting confused, too. I'm like, no, it's not 2021. That's weird. Like, no, it's 2020. <laughs> it's, it's been a, a weird uh, 11 months, so you know. Um, yeah, definitely. Are you releasing another single then before the release of the EP? Of the EP? Yeah, I think we will. Um, we will. For sure. So I think the next one is going to be High Horns. Awesome. Um, and then we're going to be shooting, um, we're actually going to be shooting a music video for uh, Look Away, uh -huh. which is so like such a crazy challenge to do during COVID because there's yeah. so many safety precautions and like totally. it's just mental, but, but I'm just like, I'm, I mean, I'm so excited. It's going to be really cool. And what's, like, what's the concept? It all goes smoothly. Yeah, what's the concept behind the, that music video, if we may know? Well, I can't give it away. Oh, good. Come but on. I will say <laughs> it's like um, a dear friend of ours uh, who is a very, very talented music video director is doing it. And we've been wanting to work with him for a really long time. So we're super excited about uh, collaborating with him. Excellent. Well, I, I can I know that uh, the music video is going to be dope because all of your music videos are really, really cool, cool stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I love doing, we love doing music videos. Yeah. Like, especially because we, like, I mean, I love all our videos, but there was like a couple, like, there, I don't know, just like at the beginning of our career, there was a couple times we worked with directors, like we weren't really like, we didn't really know first and it wasn't like as cool. And then we just realized like, hey, we have like so many, we know so many people that are directors and like, we're going to start just like really like handpicking and like like curating, you know? So totally. um, we just, yeah, we've worked with just so many great visual artist it's crazy um it's, it's like an interesting i don't know i'm just i'm so impressed with directors it's weird i have so many friends that are like unbelievably talented directors and it's like it's so interesting i'm like why is that why do i have so many friends that like became directors like we've all known each other for years and then they just like became directors so i think it's really cool that seems like honestly such a hard job to me totally are, are you involved in the creative process of these music videos do you like to be involved we are yeah i mean you know like usually i mean it's always different like some um but like with this one i kind of just like i had some I just kind of like sh I like showed I was like hey I've kind of been feeling these types of videos and this sort of vibe and totally. um and then he came up with his own concept which was super oh, creative nice. which I would have never thought of so cool. yeah I kind of just give him more of like of a, a mood or like you know like of what I'm feeling and then but not always sometimes I mean but I don't want to take credit like usually it's usually it's like it's definitely not me like coming up with the concept but yeah. i will have creative input excellent well we can't wait to watch that music video again like i said uh 
we're big fans of your music videos, of your music. Uh, once again, we're quite happy about the release of Digital Dream to be released on February the 26th via Cooking Vinyl. Uh, Lindsay, yeah. thank you so much for taking the call. It's an absolute honor and pleasure to talk to you. And uh, thank you so much. No, dude, it's it's amazing. And when things get better, they're gonna get better. And you come back to San Francisco, please come to KXSF, and it'll be it'll be cool to hang out with you and do something cool together. Yeah, we'd love to. Yeah, for sure. Just uh, yeah, hit us up. I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope we can come back up there at some point in the not too distant future and do some stuff. Awesome. Let's do it. And to celebrate the interview, I'm going to play Look Away featuring Jenny. Awesome. Lee Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Lindsay. Take care and have a great day in Los, in Los Angeles. Okay. Bye. Uh, excellent. Uh, that was Lindsay from uh, Deep Valley in Rocknet at KXSF. Uh, super, super dope human being. And yes, indeed, we're going to play uh, Look Away by uh, Deep Valley in Rocknet at KXSF.
That was Deep Valley featuring Jenny Lee from Warpaint with Look Away out of their upcoming 2021 EP called Digital Dream in rocknet.kxsf. Now let's play some OCs. This is Don't Blow Your Mind in rocknet.kxsf.
Out of your 2021 album, Weirdo Herdu, via Castle Face Records, that's the OCs, OCs, we don't blow your mind in rocknet.kxsl. Now let's go and do some Frank in the Witch Fingers. This is Dracula Drug at Levitation in Rockneto at KX 102.5 FM, San Francisco until 4 p.m. in 14 minutes. Our conversation with Go from Kikagaku Moyo. Thank you. 
released on December 18th of 2020. This is Dracula Drug by Frankie and the Witch Fingers and her album Levitation Sessions in rockmethod.kxsf. That comes from Arismendi Bakery, a worker-owned co-op specializing in pastries, artisan breads, and gourmet pizza. In addition to their San Francisco shops in the Mission on Valencia and on 9th Avenue in the Inner Sunset, you'll find Arismendi's sister co-ops in Oakland, Berkeley, Emeryville, and San Rafael. Find out more at arismendibakery.com. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Finally, 2021. Thanks to all you generous listeners, KXSF ended 2020 with enough socked away so that we can keep the music playing through the new year. This year, we're planning to bring you more voices, more choices, and more local music. And we're as committed as ever to supporting the Bay Area music scene. So keep it tuned to KXSF 102.5 FM or KXSF.FM. And thanks for supporting San Francisco Community Radio. Yes, indeed. Uh, go to our website and click on that donate button and help us so we can stay on the air and we can keep bringing you this great uh, programming. By the way, uh, today after Rock Neto, we'll have uh, Elise Locomotion once again. She will be doing a, a set from 4 to 5 p.m. and then we have another uh, surprise taking place at exactly 5 p.m. here at KXSF. Uh, the Shivas, they went and they... Uh, recorded a cover by the cramps of the song uh, Gugu Mock and this is it The Shiva's Gugu Mock in Rock Metal KXSF Rock Metal
The Shivas with a cover by the Cramps, uh, Goo Goo Mock in Rocknetto at KX7 2.5 FM San Francisco. Now let's go and play something by St. Jude featuring Glows. This is Molina in Rocknetto at KXSF.
from Melbourne, Australia. That is a new single by Saint Jude, titled Molina, in rock metal at KXF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. It's 2:24 p.m. in San Francisco. It's 11:24 p.m. in the Netherlands, and that means that we have the absolute pleasure and honor of talking to the great Go Kurosawa from Kikagaku Moyo. Go, how are you? Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Dude, we're, we're quite happy to have you, to be honest. I was telling you off the air that, uh, well, not only me, but a, a, a lot of my fellow DJs are big fans of your band. And they actually reached out to congratulate uh, me for, for doing this interview. So we're quite happy at KXF to have you uh, for this interview. Thank you. It, it means a lot, the people in San Francisco. How are, like, how are, like we have the support from of course, the city. Man. Of course. How are things in the Netherlands at this very moment? In what city are you? How's everything down there? I I am in Amsterdam right now. Okay. And I just came back from Tokyo like two weeks ago. And it's, it's been uh, weird, but kind of different than the station in Tokyo and Amsterdam, and here it's more a little bit more strict. More, than more strict than in to- Japan. Okay, but more- I'm adjusting it. And go ahead, man. Sorry. No, no. Okay, so awesome. Uh, well, it's so it's more strict in in Amsterdam than in than in Tokyo at this very moment. The lockdown. Yeah, um, Tokyo was not locked down. Okay. It's just uh, advisory. And then Amsterdam has been locked down since uh, last month. And they're going to have a curfew. So it's kind of like a tough situation. Totally. How have you, what have you been doing during this uh, very difficult uh, 2020? Obviously, no shows, no uh, touring, nothing. Uh how were you able to stay sane during this very difficult time? Did you work on new music? <laughs> what uh, What do you do? How do you do it? Yeah, actually, the first few months of the two, 2020, we were touring in Australia and New Zealand. Uh-huh. So it was normal until like after, right after the tour ended. And... And we've been working on, we meant to kind of like take a break anyway for 2020. Yeah. So it was kind of like lucky that in a way that we didn't have any festival book or tour book. We were kind of like taking a break from tours and try to write a new record. Totally. And that, that's something, that's pretty much what we were doing, we have been doing. Excellent. And the good news is that you guys released uh, a new live album, Live at Levitation, that was uh, recorded uh, during two of your tours uh, to America, the first one in 2014 and the second one in 2019. Uh, How do you feel about this new album, this new release, Live at Levitation? Uh, That's kind of like our special record. Because uh, 2014 was uh, our 
our first time to tour in America, totally. uh, which was like a dream come true. And then like playing the festival, like which we dreamed of. So that was like very kind of like first festival that we like proper festival that we play and kind of like made us feel more a little bit more confident like oh people like what we do like kind of for the first time totally uh i remember like really well and then 2019 is uh, pretty much the last tour that we did in the u.s so when we got got the idea from the invitation uh, we were really honored to be part of the, you of know, the series, and we kind of like originally don't really like the live recording concept yep. because I like kind of bootleg live records, of course, more than kind of official live records. <laughs> but it, it's kind of like the A side, B side uh, is a little bit different, so it's kind of like it's good. Like we like that, we're really happy that it's out there. Totally, it well, we we checked it out and it's amazing, man. It's uh, and, and we love levitation anyway. Like myself, I'm a big uh, psych and garage and punk guy. I love levitation. I love desert days. I love hypnosis from Mexico City. Uh, yeah, I know you guys uh, started playing yeah. together mm -hmm. in the streets of Tokyo, and then after all the hard work, yeah. You made it to levitation. How do you feel about being part of that uh, psychedelic family? It was very, like, so very excited. Like, we were really excited. And then kind of, like, meeting all the music that we were kind of, like, listening to where we started. Like, Wooden Ship, um, Arthless. Totally. Acid Mother Temple. So it was kind of like really, I don't know, very strange feeling in yeah. a way, but really happy. And we felt like, oh, like, can we be here? Of course. Yeah. Totally, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's ama I've been to Levitation, I've been to Desert Days, and I, I just, it's my favorite place and time in the world. You guys came to San Francisco. We were lucky enough to see you guys live in October of uh, 2019 here in San Francisco. Uh, what do you remember of San Francisco? Did we yeah. treat you well? Did uh, did you have fun with us here in SF? Yes, actually, we we had a lot of fun. Like we toured the tour last time we were in San Francisco with uh, Minami Doit, yep. which the band that we started pretty they're, much started together. They're amazing too. Yeah, and, you know, label. So kind of like we brought our brothers to America and kind of like. We were super excited to be back in San Francisco because people there welcome, kind of like, oh, heck, you guys came back, you know? Of course. Even not we are like from there, it makes always feel like, oh, like, you welcome back kind of feeling. Of course. Welcome back. So, home. I don't know, like, audience and the people who talk, talk, talk to us is always telling us, oh, like, welcome back to San Francisco. Like, I saw you guys, like, you know, feedback and kind of like gave, me, gave us realization of like oh yeah we we already have that kind of like history made with the audience which which is like kind of like really a nice feeling totally no definitely i mean this this is your home you know san francisco is a is a city that enjoys uh psych and uh you know for you guys to come here is like coming yeah. home to be honest 
Hey, I'm a big fan of uh, Masana Temples. That that's um that's one of the best albums like I ever heard in my entire life. To be honest, a great great piece of rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have plans of uh, releasing new a new LP, a new recorded uh, in studio album? You told me right now that you enjoy more the live shows kind of stuff instead of the of the recorded at studio albums. But do you guys oh, have any we, plans? No. Now we are like recording, and we are pre pretty much middle of recording the next album. Uh -huh. And it's been it's been kind of like a journey because before that we kind of had to write because uh, already tour was booked, uh, festival was booked before mm -hmm. the releasing. Yeah. So we had to kind of like write in like short time to keep up with the tour schedule. But this time, it's like, all the tour is postponed, so of we course. have like lots of time. Totally. And there's no deadline, okay. like no PR, you know. So it's kind of like up to us how much like we can motivate uh, ourselves uh -huh. to release it. And so it's been kind of like a journey to, in, in a way, like we had to kind of concentrate on what we really like, you know, from heart. Totally. And what what kind of like uh, reflecting our mind to like what kind of like uh, satisfaction or like you know stimulation is we get kind of either music or movie or books or anything like talking to people, totally. seeing the world, kind of like reading stuff. Yeah, and something that triggers us try try to put it in the make it into the sound. Of course, and I think. We, I think it's it's, it's going to be good awesome. for us. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Even. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's kind of, we feel like, oh, we can kind of like doing whatever we want to do like, from, from heart. Like some kind of different uh, type of freedom. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Ex yeah, different kind of like pressure, you know, like, oh, we can just kind of like look at ourselves. Totally, and concentrate on that. Yeah, yeah. Like I was so, saying, that's good. Awesome. That that's that's great, man. Uh, like I was saying, uh, Masana Temples is one of my favorite albums ever and ever and ever. Also, uh, Forest of Lost Children, which which brings me to uh, to ask you a question. Obviously, I'm very interested in how your creative process works. Because um, you know these are masterpieces, in my opinion, in my sincere opinions. How do you do you start uh, writing these songs and uh, and even the lyrics? How does everything start for you? Um, uh, what inspires you? Is there like a, a moment and a time in the day when something comes to you and you're like, okay, this is it. I got this uh, melody. I got this riff or whatever. How does that work for you? Um, it's kind of changed over time. When we were writing Forest of Lost Children, that was more like, kind of like made from jam. Okay. Like we're playing lots of jam in the studio and just kind of build from, uh, oh, we like, you like this, I like riff, and then you can just like build, build from it. Excellent. And we listen to it and then kind of like put the beginning and the end so that song can make sense. Yeah, like, okay, start, this is the end. Uh -huh. uh, that was kind of like our writing style. Uh -huh. 
and then masana and then now is more like yeah we enjoy jamming so much but in more we enjoy what we realize is like we enjoy jamming when audience is there because that okay. re- that influence us how what kind of like room what kind of people's like facial expressions and stuff like that of course so then the kind of like writing process is something like thinking about like show we usually like and then how kind of like con- like thinking like imagine imagining of like audience face or emotional emotion like when we like intro maybe you're gonna feel like oh it might be sad song but mm-hmm. it's actually like happy song but how can we tell that you know tell the emotion without saying into lyrics because we our lyrics is not in english not in japanese sometimes it's just sound of course so how can people um uh enjoy the sound that's something like our concent- concentrate that's very the, interesting it's like, like songwriting totally kind of, yeah it's like like you're playing live with the audience you're basically reacting to to the audience and that's how the sounds take form and take shape that's really interesting yeah I like that kind of communication with sound and through through people's energy. Totally. So when you're on stage, uh, you get basically zoned out. Like uh, you know, you just uh, you you travel to like a different realm, a different universe. Uh, you isolate yourself from the from the whole uh, situation. That's how you uh, communicate uh, with with the audience. It's sometimes like like on and off, like like sometimes you can go to space uh-huh. and you're in the space and all of a sudden you just realize you're in San Francisco, some 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 on the street in this venue, totally. and you look at the you look up and then you can see people looking at or like sometimes looking at phone or like you know like excited. It kind of like brings up to the reality. Yeah, and then you play the song while that reality and then time to time to time you start getting kind of like loosened and I start like oh like this feels good and closing my eyes and then kind of like start getting dark oh nice because you know no light and then your body start moving and then you look look you know your open eyes and sometimes you can meet the eyes matches the audience cool and kind of like we can connect. Oh, like we we know we got it. You know, kind of like that feeling is nice. very good. That sounds like uh, playing a show. Yeah, sounds magical to be honest, man. And I envy you as a musician. Uh, I need to ask you this question because I'm from Mexico City. Uh, you played in Mexico City in hypnosis in 2019. How did my fellow Mexican people treated you? So. Love it so much. We loved it. Like I, I've been there like ten years ago, almost maybe like fifteen years ago. Nice. By myself, and kind of like felt uh, lots of difference uh, during the like, city itself. But like the people, how people welcoming, and it was like really, really nice. Kind of like made us feel home. Totally. But yeah. in like in a different way. Yeah. 
people seem like every uh, everyone is like really honest in a, in a way and then kind of like very hard connection more than totally yeah yeah i think we you know yeah we have like that connection with mexicans and japanese people i think we have like that uh, that connection the really really cool connection and the last question man it's already what 11 yeah. 11:40 p.m. in amsterdam what's plan for the rest of your night tonight in amsterdam but tonight i'm i'm just gonna smoke weed and sleep okay awesome uh go thank you so much man for uh, taking the call it's a uh, you know it's it's great uh you know that uh, yeah thank you so much for the, having yeah yeah and uh one favor when all of these gets better and there are uh, shows again and you come back to san francisco because you know san francisco's home to you please come by, come by to kxsf and it'll be cool to hang out with you and do something cool together that'd be so great awesome Thanks, That'd go. So great. Have a <laughs> have a great night. Have fun, and thank uh, you again, Mo. I'll see you soon. We'll, I hope we can see you soon. Thank take, you so much. Take care. <clears throat> yeah. Bye. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Rocknet is over. I've said this before. Uh, this is the last interview ever. This is the last uh, Rocknet show in the history of KXSF. Turn off the lights. It's over. Kukagako Moyo in KXSF. Really, really cool to talk to 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 go. Uh, let's see. Let's play something Kukagaku to celebrate uh, this interview. Should we do something from live from Levitation, or should we do something else? I love Masana temples. I've said that before. Let's see. Let's do Naso Naso by Kikagaku Moyo in Rockneto at KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. Enjoy, my dear San Francisco. And actually, you know what? I'm going to be playing the live version at Levitation. Naso Naso Kikagaku Moyo in Rockneto at KXSF 102.5 FM. San Francisco.
Out of their 2021 album Live at Levitation, that's a great Kikaga Komoyo with Naso Naso in Rockneto at KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. Crank up the volume on KXSF and amplify your donation to San Francisco Community Radio. If you work for a company that batches employee contributions to nonprofits, you may be able to double your donation to KXSF. To find out if your company offers matching contributions, ask your human resources manager or go online to charitynavigator.org and type in your company's name. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco. 
support for KXSF comes from Exploring Music, an independent musical instrument retailer and music lesson provider rolled into one. With locations in both San Francisco and San Jose, Exploring Music's network of experienced instructors welcomes students of all ages and skill levels in groups or private settings. Exploring Music hosts a summer camp in San Francisco as well. For more information, go online to exploringmusicusa.com. Thanks for supporting independent radio, KXSF. Yes, indeed. Uh, thanks to every, every single one of our underwriters uh, for supporting us, even in this very weird and strange circumstances. We have a new president, yes, indeed, but that doesn't mean that all, all of the trouble, all of the problems that we have uh, faced in the past uh, four or five years are gone. So the struggle, the fight continues on a daily basis for a lot of people. There's a positive things that uh, that we have uh, seen in the past uh, couple of days, uh, you know, with executive actions uh, and, and, all, all, and all of that. But again, it's a long way until we can eradicate systemic racism and discrimination in this country. And again, like I said, that's a, a fight that we have to fight every single day until we can eradicate it for good. 2.49 p.m. in around, what, uh, 31 minutes, we'll be traveling all the way to Mexico City. So we went to Los Angeles to talk to Lindsay from uh, Deep Valley. Then we went all the way to Amsterdam, the Netherlands, uh, to talk to Go Kurosawa from Kikagaku Moyo, and then in now 30 minutes we will be traveling to Mexico City and we will be talking to Bondre, a great, great garage punk band from the Mexican capital. And after Rocknet en Español, Elise Locomotion will be taking the airwaves, which is uh, which is amazing. And then at 5 p.m. we have a great surprise as well. I think we're going to be traveling to Catalonia. That's all I can tell you. It will be dope. So stay tuned. We have cool stuff coming up. Okay, uh, the Not Whist, uh they did a really, really cool uh, collaboration with uh, one of our favorite uh, musicians from Argentina, Juana Molina. And they released a new single called Al Sur, and it sounds like this. The Not Whist and the great Juana Molina with Al Sur in Drop Thank mm-hmm. you. 
From Germany, that's a northwest, and from Argentina, that is Juana Molina, Al Sur, in Rockneto at KXC102.5FM, San Francisco Community Radio. And that's it, se acabó, se fini, it's over. Thank you so much to all the people that reached out uh, via social media, via text messages, via phone. Not only today, but the days before the show, because, you know, a lot of people were excited about uh, hearing, listening to that interview with uh, Go Kurosawa from the great Kikagaku Moyo. Uh, thank you for letting us be the soundtrack to your afternoon in this uh, cold afternoon in San Francisco rather strange San Francisco still. It's almost one year since we've been in lockdown. Uh, but here we are, resisting and fighting, just as uh, just like uh, what life is all about anyway. Thanks uh, once again. Starting exactly at 3 p.m., we'll start with Rock Neto en Español with the best Ibero-American rock and roll there is at the moment. We have a really cool playlist again, once again. Uh, in Rock Neto en Español, we have that conversation with Bondre, that great uh, project, uh, garage, uh, grunge, punk project from Mexico City that we discovered in the past uh, few months. And it'll be dope to, to be able to talk to her. And um, what else? I think that's it. Fini. We're going to close this down with a rather interesting remix of uh, two... Well, of one of our favorite bands from Dublin, Ireland, Fontaine's DC. And in this case, a remix is made by another of our favorite uh, British um, band acts uh, of, of our history, uh, Soul Wax. This is the Soul Wax remix of A Hero's Dead by Fontaine's DC. Thank you, Agur, Escarricasco. Adiós, we'll continue with Rocknet on Español in four minutes. Rocknet at KXSF.
speak, speak sincere. And believe me, friend, everyone we're here. Life ain't always empty. 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 